Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. So we're back in the studio right here at Lagos Talks at 91.3 FM. Onward December is the month of December. We're ready to have some fun, make some money, and party. Well, Oluwakari is here, and so is Sir Charles and Nazudo. Morning to you. Good morning, Kade. Good morning. Good to be here on a Monday morning. And um, it was a disastrous weekend, to be honest, as far as uh, the predictions go. And, uh, God, my goodness, two out of eight. That is <laughs> that's a total F9. Uh, but we'll talk about those matters and a bit more. Um, let's just quickly take you all the way to Spain uh, to speak for just for a moment with Emmanuel Amunike and get his thoughts, you know, as far as uh, Nigerian football is concerned. And um, majorly talk about Rivers United. Rivers United played Dreams FC at the weekend and lost that game by two goals to one. Um, hello, good morning, Emma. How are you? I'm good. Good morning, Tass. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I know you're under pressure to uh, get to your location in Spain. Now, so we'll quickly try and do this as, as um, quickly as we can. Um, I'm sure you're aware. Uh, Rivers United played yesterday um, as far as the CAF Confederations Cup is concerned, uh, losing that game to Dreams FC of Ghana by, by two goals to one. And it brings again to the fore. You know, the issues concerning uh, Nigerian football and how we need to move forward and how can we move forward? That's the, you know, pertinent question. W- what's your take of this? Uh, well, Charles, thank you very much. I saw the result. I was not privileged to watch the game, but I saw that they lost uh, to uh, against Dream uh, from uh, Ghana. Uh, well, uh, Charles, football, like I keep on telling Football has involved a lot. And uh, football is not just about uh, how talented uh, you are or how you assemble a group of uh, talented players. I think it's a continuous, uh, you know, uh, in terms of uh, looking things from critical point of view, analyzing the team, looking at players that can fit into your plan. You can have a player that is so talented, uh, but he might not fit into the plan, to the system, or to the method of the team. So I think these are the areas I, I can probably say we are lacking behind uh, when it comes to continental football. Uh, when you look at the North Africans and the, even the South Africans, you know, they have, you know, they took it upon themselves to invest in that aspect to look at players that can, you know, fit into their plans because their objective is to compete at the half of the Confederation uh, Cup. And today, you know, that competition is generating a lot of money, mostly to the North Africans that have, you know, you know, make it upon themselves to continue to win that tournament. And I think we shouldn't shy away, you know, from assuming responsibilities when it comes to football. Yeah, we can say all kind of, uh, you know, manners of tactics or how good we are, but we should also have it in mind that uh, uh, when you are into a battle, the battle does not only depend on you. There are a lot of factors, and one of the major factors are the, your opponent. So I think we have to put that in mind and then look at how we can continue just to develop our players. And also, you know, we shouldn't shy away in terms of integrating our young players into our clubs. 
one of the biggest mistakes we are doing back in Nigeria is that because we want quick fix, we want to win immediately. But we fail to realize that most of these young players, if we can be able to you know, give them the platform to be in the league, then in the next four or five years, these players will become top players in the league. And even they will become top players where other, you know, aside clubs might have interest to bring them. But if we keep on, you know, we want big fix, so I need already players that are mature, that are made, then we keep on, you know, doing the same mistake and getting things wrong. You know, we've talked about this issue um, on many occasions, and it just seems like all we do is just talk, talk, talk. People have given suggestions about how to move Nigerian football forward, you know, go to the next level. Um, the situation involving the Super Eagles also readily comes to mind as well. You know, uh, there is that likelihood that we might not qualify for yet another FIFA World Cup. Is it time that we the panic button or maybe you know uh, we just need to take a step back and you know just look at ourselves and think really and just really go back and think well i think it's not time for us to press a panic button just uh when you press a panic button what what it says is that uh, you have uh, totally lost the hope in what you are involved into i think it's, just, it's a question of being realistic to ourselves and, uh, you know, being in a position to criticize ourselves from a holistic point of view. If we really want to move forward in our football, we have to, you know, uh, uh, tell ourselves, can we be able to, you know, uh, develop? Are we ready to develop? Are we ready to also have patience for those process? Because we also must have it at the back of our mind that nothing comes immediately. Like they said, you know, road to success is always under construction. So even if the road is, is good, we have developed the road, we are constantly reviewing, we are constantly you know, analyzing and looking at the areas you can adjust, the areas you can move. And I think in the modern world, these are how people are doing. I can give you a typical example. Being Nigeria and the complicity that we have and the diversity we have in Nigeria when it comes to our football. Today in Spain, you know, they have created what we call regional nationality. And what does it mean? That means every region, every FA in their region are responsible to develop their players and then bring them to, in, to the national level. We are the national team coaches. We are the Spanish Federation are watching these players from the age of 12. They have tournament of age of 12. They have 14. They have 16. So if we look at how football is going, and I think we can do the same. You know, where we assign responsibilities to coaches, in their region, where we assign responsibilities to the FA chairman in their region, where they also they become re- re- responsible in developing their state football. I think these are how people that, uh, you know, nations that want to grow reason. And we are also, Charles, it's not just only about under 17. There are a lot of players in Nigeria that are living in remote areas that have no opportunity to even have the possibility to come to Abuja. But you see, when you create such a platform, when you create such a team, we are if states are responsible, that will make it possible for even a, a player in the remote village can come to his state and try to show himself. And then from there, those that are from national level can see it and then identify quality players, identify talent players, and continue to see those players you know, to develop. And this is how I reason. And I have always emphasized it. It doesn't matter because uh, we are 94% have done well 
and uh, yeah, people, we are happy what we have done. But those coming behind us, just they should surpass what we have done. They should be better than us. That is the only way we can say we are progressing. If we keep on hoping on 94, yeah, 94 is good to be there. But those today, the young ones, should be better than us. Should come much, much better than what we have achieved. And then we can say we are progressing. Alright, I do have to let you go, but it's interesting that you mentioned the 94 squad because um, one of your former um, colleagues, who might use the term, Jonathan Akobori, uh, did say recently that Iman, um, Daniel Amokachi and um, Sondi Olise are not good enough to replace Jose Posero. And in, in the last couple of weeks, there's been this clamor, you know, for you to take up the responsibility of coaching the Super Eagles. Are you in any way desirous, Ima, of being the head coach of the Super Eagles? Well, just I'm a coach and uh, I'm a Nigerian. And uh, if Nigerians find it important that I can add value to our people as a coach, it's a welcome development. For you, you know me, I don't like talking about these uh, issues because uh, we have to respect who is there. We have a coach that is there already. And uh, he has not been sacked. And the AFCON is coming on ground. So I think uh, we should just respect the coach. I uh, have also traveled out to coach our side. And it will not be very, very fair from my part you know, to talk about the coach. I wish him very well. I hope he, he takes the team to the Nations Cup. And I hope the team will do very well. Because at the end of the day, his success is our success. So it's not just about Emmanuel Amuleke. It's not just about Mokachi. Uh, what we are looking at, how can we use the talent that God gave us and put smile in the face of our people? And I think if you are in a position to do that, uh, then history will always count on you. Uh, typical example, Charles, I had the opportunity coaching the seniors. They were young, and I did what is right. And today, I'm happy. It's not because uh, they came from me. I'm happy in wanting that those players that passed through me, they knew that they didn't need to pay anybody to become what they are. And if tomorrow when they retire and become coach, they will remember their journey. And that will encourage them not to do the same. So we have to change things. We cannot change everything in a large scale. But in a little details, one needs to change things that will benefit our people. That's what I can say on that. All right, Emma, thank you for talking to us. I know that you're under pressure to board a flight now. So I uh, wish you a safe journey, and we'll talk to you soon on SportsZone. Uh, thank you, Charles. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. All right. The road to success is always under construction. That's really good. That's yeah. Really, really deep, profound. Yeah. yeah. Manuel Amunike is, is, is quite, a, quite a... He's an intelligent man. Yes, you know you need to sit with him, and um, I don't know. Maybe the best minds, yeah, um, are usually not given the opportunity to express themselves for the benefits of this country, um, majorly because they're not willing to cut corners, mm, lobby, uh, because they're not willing to lobby mm. for it. You know, um, if you if you know your worth. Which is what I've always believed. If you, if you know your value and what you're able to bring forward, you don't need to go to the corridors and be knocking on doors and saying, I beg, I beg, I day here, I day here. For you. Mm. you know, you should appreciate, you know, 
by virtue of just listening to the man, you know, you know that there's something that he's got to offer this country. You know. So, so was that was that a veil digger behind my pension for going to eat trees? I wait for people to pay my bills. Oh yes. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, do you recognize me uh, when I'm standing well, at the till? <laughs> welcome back, uh, uh, yeah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. An absolute pleasure to be here once again. Um, funny enough. Let me share my weekend with you guys. I was out of town Thursday, Friday. It would have been shocking weekend. if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to. <laughs> I just want to. That's why people love because I share. I'm open. I'm like an open. Then I came back, got back to Lagos on Friday night. Absolutely. Funny enough, it connected to Lagos like one hour. Then mad traffic in Lagos. That's a madness. You go back yeah. on Friday night. Friday night, madness. Uh-huh. Mad traffic. But the barrier was on Friday. Yes, on Friday morning. And I came back into Lagos on Friday afternoon, stroke evening. We took usually the ceremonies happen even on, on Saturday. Then you have the outing service on a Sunday. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's very simple. I went for the wakekeeping and the funeral and reception. Left at, after the reception, and traffic in Lagos was madness. So I was getting very tired. And from Friday night mm-hmm. to this morning, I didn't step out. I didn't go to the front door. You know, I just, I just like shut down. You know, the times you just. The traffic knocked you out. Just, I just it's not that you were the one driving. Or <laughs> you were not driving. Oh, whatever. It's just shut, you just were probably just sleeping all through oh, the traffic. I just shut down. If man. you shut down, then what happened? Whatever happened to Frank? Uh, Frank, I didn't go with Frank. I was with my friend. <laughs> but whatever. It was, um, it was really, really taxing. And then I just want to make... Charles spoke about um, uh, predictions. I have no idea. I know I did, did very poorly. In the predictions as well, oh, man. especially when, I, when Napoli, it's a horrible Napoli game. lost. I, I, I know I predicted a draw for that game. The City game, I should have gone with my gut. Should have. Spurs has the best record against um, against what you would call it against um, City in the Premier League. Uh, should have. And I thought to myself, Kosaguglu would he let himself lose four in a row? But fantastic. But he hasn't it. won four. He hasn't won in, in four. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. But he went he hasn't won in four. Then um, Chelsea, stinking Chelsea, a man down, still managed to get the win. You understand? And all that. I'm beginning to think that maybe Roberto De Zerbi is a bit overrated. Because the way, the, way, the way Brighton played against Chelsea, it was, it was a disaster. Mm, they, they weren't. They, their defender was, was a poor. Disaster. But um, they, uh, then. The performance of the week for me, even in defeat, was full on going to Anfield and and Jesus, look at those goals. Endo, uh, McAllister, and um, this much maligned young man, Trent Alexander, two fantastic goals. In fact, but that's all he does. Hello? That's all he does. Uh, yeah. He's the worst uh, defender. Uh, whatever. But he pops Probably up the absolute, worst fullback whatever, in the Premier League. Whatever, but he pops up with incredible goals and assists. And then I'm going to put, I'm coming out publicly today is what well, today is the fourth. Oh, oh yeah. and happy birthday to Mrs. Dupe Oyeleke. It's a birthday today. God bless you today. You're far away in Scotland. But if you happen to be listening, God bless you. I actually met my wife uh, at, her, at her wedding because she got married to Dapo, my very, very good friend. So I thought you said you're single. Uh, well, I, we always I, say here that you're single. Uh, yes, I, I had a wife at the time. Okay, um, so now, okay, had. Uh, yes, had. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, maybe I should have put my previous former wife. Exactly, ex-wife, yeah, uh, just to be okay, sure. Okay, okay, uh, your heart is mm. No, no, it's just that, unlike most people, I can actually remember the day, exact day. 
Can you remember the exact date? No, I know. As in, do you remember? No, no, do you remember the date and the, the day? Date, the day. Because the, the seven, day or the date? The day and date. Saturday, the 7th of March, 1991. I, I can never forget it because that's their wedding. And that's, that's the first time I ever set eyes on. Oh, that's their wedding anniversary. Their wedding anniversary. Oh, because that's why you remember now. Yeah, there now. That's what I'm saying. How many guys out there can remember the <laughs> That's why you remember now. Because the occasion, because of the occasion. Yes. Do you understand? Yes, yes. So you, you get it. If you don't get it, then forget it. <laughs> Do you remember the first day you kissed your former wife? <laughs> I expunged it from everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all the stuff of nightmares now. Hey, moving on. Just kidding, guys. But I just want December fourth, nineteen twenty twenty three. I'm here. I'm here by coming out of the closet. I've been stomaching it. I've been stomaching. Enough is enough. I watched that Newcastle game. You know, all of you predicted Newcastle win, and you all got that. But Newcastle had played the same eleven three times in a row. The third, the only reasons they they made the substitution this time around. Well, twice without making substitutions. They have 12, 13 injuries, including Nick Pope. The only reasons they made substitutions this time was an injury to Nick Pope. And, and it was that keeper again, the keeper, the keeper, whatever. The Newcastle keeper. The Newcastle, the substitute keeper. He was at United unknown last season. He came on and all that. United were dreadful. And for a coach to sit on that bench, your team managed to not concede four in the first half and you entered goalless in the first half and you let that same those same level players on the pitch to hang out. That's what I just for me. I'm sick of that guy. What options? I, I hear you and what, what I, I hear I hear what people say. But I honestly don't care. Because for me, I mean look at look at Spurs. Spurs in fairness could have been four down at half time. You know, could have been. But the guy comes in at in the second and he tweaks things and they give City a mighty fright. You must be able to compete. I think it's it's down to the mentality, Shagun. Of who? Of the players. Of Habert. Okay, of the but, players. But, but and, Charles, and there's really I, so much that the manager no, no, Charles, can do. I, I, I hear you. You know? But uh, let's let's go. I, I've talked about this thing overnight. Before before I, you know, I, I was over the weekend. Maybe that's why I, I was processing it. Let's look at Ten Hag's buys. Casemiro, burnt out. Martinez, injury prone. Who else? Ericsson, injury prone. Who else did he buy? Think, think, think. Highland. No, that's that's last season. I'm talking about his buys last season. That's last season. Casemiro, Martinez, um, uh, Ericsson, and Anthony. Anthony is a mega flop. Okay, that's last season. This season, he's what Onana. Come on, decidedly average. I won't call him a flop yet, but he's floppish. Um, Highland hasn't scored a single. Premier League goal. Not his fault, because he doesn't get service, but hasn't scored his uh, single. Amrabat average is being dropped for Kobe Menu and the team yelled. Who else has he bought? The, who else did he buy this is missing out? Waste of money. But these guys came to United with a huge pedigree. Yes, they did, but they've you know, they, 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 they came and, and when, when they all appeared, you know, as, as Manchester United targets, a lot of United targets thought that these were the missing pieces. Uh, Amrabat, I really wanted Amrabat, him. yes. I was happy about Hoyland. Onana, mm, yes. Yeah, yeah. You were Bob all excited Plain, yes. about Bob, Onana. Bob, you all thought he was better than De Gea. Uh, Bob playing keeper and all yeah. that. Bob playing keeper and all that. As I, was, I, was, I was split over Mr. Marcos. Where was he going to play? You understand? And that, in fairness, most United, they were baffled. But the point I'm trying to make is that 
Tehan cannot be absolved the fact that he has useless players. Now look at the players that he had on the pitch yesterday. He selected the team and agreed you thought they would perform in 45 minutes. They did not. Rashford was a disgrace. Masha was a disgrace. Um, this boy is, is Copner Tomley. Absolute rubbish. You understand? But you let them play for 45 minutes. Then you started the second half, allowed Newcastle to score before you start making, started making changes. No, I'm sorry. And the, the guys go. I hear what you say when you say, what are the options? Because we have the same toxic and rubbish players there and all that. But Tehag has become part. Now you are quarreling with Varane. Maguire, in fairness, has been playing to the limit of his ability, which is not that much. For me, Maguire is simply not a really good defender. He lacks pace. Maguire had the highest rating in what? that fixture. No, I, whatever. It, it, I'm not saying he didn't play badly, but you see, when Maguire... When you play Maguire in that team, you can't play a high line because he has no pace. Luke Shaw is a fact. In fact, the two, only two players that end their salary on that day, to be honest with you, were Luke Shaw and Maguire. Um, Dalo was rubbish. Wibisaka was rubbish as well. And everybody else. Luke Shaw and... But if you play quick defenders, which he was doing last season, Martinez and Varane, you can play the ball. That's when Onana can actually play the ball out. And the guy was trying to, but he wasn't good at it. But at least you can keep a higher line. We play Maguire can't do and then you are now quarreling with Varane. Someone has won five Champions Leagues and a World Cup. Ah, uh, no. I can understand his uh, fallout with uh, uh, JT Sancho, who is a, is a wannabe. At the rate he's going, never will be. But quarreling with um, uh, uh, Varane, I don't know. I think I think uh, Tehaga has become part of the problem. But that's for me, I'm Tehaga out now. I just want to declare officially Tehaga out. All right. Um, it's interesting to get your thoughts uh, concerning all of the results in the Premier League, you know, at the weekend, and of course um, in the La Liga, Barcelona defeating Atletico Madrid. I, I, I know. I got by that one. Goal. Goal. <laughs> I got, Did you what? get that? Yeah, I got that one nil. I, I predicted it. I, I played out for a draw in that particular no, I pretty, game. Did, did, I, and then I, Leverkusen and <laughs> Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> <laughs> Those who just want to memorize somebody. Uh, of all the teams, time to go and draw. Then, oh. um, whatever. I, I don't think I got a single Premier League game right. Um, how about uh, MPFL games? MPFL was Bender Insurance. Um, I predicted a draw in that game. You predicted a draw. I, I, I went for a Bender win. Um, that was Bender Insurance, yeah, to win for me. Um, France, Germany. Uh, the <laughs> Oh, goodness Femi me. Femi got that. I know Femi was the only one that went for Germany. <laughs> Unbelievable. Weekend. But what's it better? And then Inter, Mi- Inter Milan defeating Napoli, Napoli by three goals to Napoli, I went for that game. Unbelievable. Oh, man. Unbelievable. So that means, how, how many did I get? Two, three? Barcelona, Atletico. You went for... A, a win. A Barcelona. win. Yeah. Okay, so that you got that one, right? Napoli, Inter, you went for a draw. A draw, yeah. Uh, Leverkusen, Dortmund. I went for a home win. A home win. That was a draw. Mm. Uh, City, City. Home Tottenham. win. I should have gone for a draw. I slapped myself for that. So, so far, you got only one. Mm. Uh, Brighton, Newcastle. Brighton, Chelsea. I went for a draw. Okay. You lost that one too. Mm. Um, insurance. Insur- who did insurance play at the weekend? Of Heartland. Was it Heartland? Mm. Ah, kind of. what, what was the result anyway? Insurance won. <laughs> by one goal to nil. <laughs> um, and then the Under-17 World Cup. So, you got only one. Out of eight. <laughs> lobby stars, yes. Insurance lobby stars. They beat lobby stars. Yeah. They beat lobby stars. Last minute goal it's for insurance lie. to win that particular one. 
last minute goal. Because I was, I was monitoring at home and I thought, look, 90 something minutes gone, insurance hadn't scored yet, and I was, I was frantic. And then it just happened. They got the goal. So I, I got two out of eight. I got the Newcastle to win and insurance to win. I got one out of eight. Is that, how is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, unbelievable stuff. The funny thing about last weekend, the games were too, were too awkward. It was a bit difficult, to, uh, to be honest. Too awkward. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, who would have yeah. predicted City? Who would have predicted that City would drop three games in a row? City has like played like they dropped six points in three games. Last time I did that was twenty seventeen. They are still third in the table. Yeah, I mean they they still up, but then look at Liverpool. Look at Liverpool going down thirty with eight minutes to go, come back to win four three, and without any of the strikers scoring, two goals from a full uh, from right full back and two from midfield. That's a team that's packing a punch, isn't it? And then of course Arsenal as well, uh, winning their game against Wolves two by no, two but goals. struggling uh, two one two one struggling at yeah. towards the end of the game. Yeah, well, you can't win pretty all of the time. That's yeah. what I always say. Look, just get the points in the bag, just and that's exactly what line. Arsenal is doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, yeah. all kudos must go to them. All right, um, Bolu is here as well. Bolu, good morning. Good to have you join us on Sports Zone today. Good morning, and God bless you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, good morning. I, I think I'm on the same uh, side with uh, Shagun here because many of my predictions this weekend uh, the only thing I think I got right 100% was uh, Bright, uh, Brentford 3-1 mm. all my other predictions were just flying out the windows with uh, in flying colors so just show this weekend was a crazy weekend mm. and uh, I think just like uh, Shagun again this time on the opposite side most United pundits uh, they've been saying Liverpool will win the Premier League and everything they're saying about Liverpool... As far as City doesn't win, it's fine. You know? <laughs> oh, you are not... And it, as far as they're concerned, oh, yeah. if it, City, as it, far as City doesn't win, United like, Faithfuls are happy. I've heard many things. Like, oh, Liverpool have depth. Liverpool have experience. They have a coach that have won it before. I said to myself, you are saying this same thing about City. In terms of their City also have experience. They have... But that's where I disagree. And I told Shagun this on Monday Night Football. You know, you, you look at the, and I'm going to, I'm going to, let me just take a look at it once more. You look at the so-called depth that they claim that City have, and that is actually not true. That is actually not true. I, I mean, every team right now is suffering uh, from its injury, you know, situations. But you look at the City squad, yeah? They play, uh, that, that was um, against Tottenham, yes? You look at the City squad and what they have on the bench you cannot refer to as any kind of quality whatsoever to call upon. Let's take a look. Yeah, um, They've got Nathan. This is a City-Liverpool game. Nathan Ake on the bench. Matthew Kovacic on the bench. Jack Grealish. Rico Lewis. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Because it seems like it's a, just a, a bench load of superstars. You've got Calvin Phillips. You got John Stones, Stefan Ortega, the goalkeeper, Sergio Gomez, and Oscar Bob. You know, if you want to call on any player here to help make a difference, there's absolutely none Oscar. outside of maybe Grealish. Jack Grealish. No, but Oscar Bob is world class. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jack. This is why heard of him. Because when you talk about when you talk about the depth that City have, there's nothing. There's but nothing existing. Hang on, start from the top. Um, Kovacic is. Um, Croatian international, uh-huh. yes, yeah. You, of course, uh-huh. Kovacic, there's Nathan Ake. is a Dutch international, yes. Grealish, Johnson's is an established, yes. Shagun, how many match Jack winners? He's a hundred million pounds player, English. Is the, so that's four internationals on the bench, yeah. Internationals, four those are international. You missed out Calvin Phillips, 
As much as they okay. mentioned, he still plays for England. He still plays for England. Under, it's an English international. Yeah, but so the only two people that and uh, Ortega has uh, has uh, miles on the in, yeah, yeah, I mean FA Cup winner. No, but what I'm saying is, if something goes wrong, I need yeah, and you need a someone game, to come on and yet. have a game changer, okay. there's non-existence. Unlike before, they had Mares. Exactly. They had uh, who are those? You know, so it does seem there. like the very best eleven of of City is are actually the starting eleven. Had Maris, they had Sterling, they had um, Jesus. Folding on the bench as well. So then mm. you could easily call three, four players from the bench that can yeah, match true winners. That. And true I think that. as crazy as it sounds, that's what maybe Real Madrid are enjoying now. Mm. And Chelotti has the luxury to change almost everybody. Despite having about six first-team players injured. You see, imagine sometimes you Bellingham playing the game. Luka Modric coming from the bench. Tony Cruz coming from the bench. And this boy that just came back from uh, loan at AC Milan, Brian Diaz, is also doing so well. And at some point in the season, it will show. Mm. Champions League, when you start getting deeper. FA Cup, you'll be around maybe quarter, semi-final by then. Uh, the difference in the team that has a squad depth mm. will show from the ones that are just having a great eleven. Mm. You talk about a team that really has squad depth, you know, in my opinion. I, th- I think I'm looking at the likes of, of Arsenal. You look at Arsenal's starting level and their bench. It's amazing what mm. Arteta can call upon. You know, to help make a difference. Absolutely, 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 absolutely great, 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 great side. Something like Party can't even get to Party Ben White. Can't get um, can't get uh, can't get can't get a game. Jorginho can't get a game right now. I mean, yeah. I think this boy should have more playing time as well as James, because they always find ways to call him when they need someone to bail him. And last, Rhys James is a Chelsea commander. I know you are talking about Rhys Nelson. Rhys Nelson, yeah. He called upon a few times and he's shown himself. I tell that just if he shuffles his team more. I think we'll probably get the best out of it, especially Saka. If Saka can wait, if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. It's not broke, don't fix it. There's so no need. There's crashes. no need to please anybody if your team is doing well. You don't need to please players. It affected uh, Postecoglou at some point. The same thing. Then when he started losing, he didn't know what to do. You should change or maintain this um, starting eleven. So sometimes, not example like maybe Postecoglou's sometimes just shuffle them. Postecoglou's the problem. Players. I don't think it's personnel. I think his major problem is how he plays how his football. Play? All out, nothing. Yes, that's what I think the problem is. Well, that's that's what built him out of a hole. How many teams will go? You have a right go at City mm-hmm. in the dime minutes of the game. Yep, they might. Yeah, have but look at the Chelsea team. game. How do you go two man down and you still yeah, want to play attacking it, football? Line, but yeah. in fairness, the three games that they lost, if you look at them critically and in depth, you know, not ignoring the scoreline, the Chelsea game Spurs should have been two or three up in the first quarter of an hour. The same thing with the maybe not the the game away to Wolves, but the Aston Villa they should have wiped the floor with Villa. The song actually scored three offside goals and they were all over Villa. In fact, the commentator, let me, I'm giving the commentator credit now. Before that, <laughs> the commentator was going about how Spurs have the highest number of goals on target. Either goals scored, shots on target, sorry, shots on target, or goals scored in the first 15 minutes in the Premier League this season. Because they got, and even City, within three minutes, had already scored. Or when the song gets, it's just like they consider within two minutes again. So I think I, I, I love. What uh, but let me ask you, Polo, as a as a neutral when it comes to Manchester. What do you think about Ten Hag? Do you think he should still have a job? I think it, it feels like he's vindictive, sort of. If he does, look at what he said about the Bahrain. Now it, 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 it's still part of his plan. Tactical. I said to myself, I don't think there has there's anything tactical that will make you play uh, Maguire and Evans. Oh, exactly. When Bahrain is sitting on the bench, then when one of them got injured, you brought in Lindelof. 
Then since Varane recovered from injury, I think he started only two games. And others have been 10 minutes, 5 minutes. There's definitely something wrong. Yeah. Uh, if it's one or two players, you can say maybe the players. But if he's becoming a nummy, had with Ronaldo, had with De Gea, had with Sancho, same thing with Varane. That's, uh, there are reports about uh, Casemiro as well. If it's becoming too much, at some point, they have to look at that. And the results are not even coming. You know, exactly. When you're having these challenges and the results are coming, okay, well, maybe... What do you mean the results are not coming? Before this Newcastle game, they were on a run of five out of six. Yeah, against whom, yeah but, yeah, but when I said that, when I said that, you guys said, look, you beat what's in front of you. Yeah, 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 yeah you beat what's in front of And then the minutes you come up come against an undercooked Newcastle are just playing on spirits and perspiration. In fact... That's for me. I sat there and watched and I thought to myself, nah. Apart from the fact that the players are they they're they they callow, they lack any form of self belief. There's no there's no tactics. What is Ten Hag doing? You've been in that club for eighteen months. What what I United there was a time United had sixteen percent possession in that game. And yes, I thought, they even played about I think uh, eight of all these uh, starters. Exactly. I feel like, and you spent about over 400 million exactly what are you doing that's before you came and i counted the number of players that he has bought and out of them there, there have been no standouts casimiro is like expired <laughs> martinez injury written um ericsson always injured anthony not not there or none has been has been poor um the the, the Hoyland has not scored a premier league goal and I, but i i, I Say the, the, a good prospect, and in fact, nobody passes to him anyway. Mr. Mount has been a disaster. You guys just suck it up. Although, like um, Charles said, yeah, in the Premier League in the last six <laughs> games, they had a good run, but the Champions League is not. It feels like, yeah, two different competitors entirely, but they are formally. You can't score three goals away from home in the Champions League and you don't win one. Exactly. And who and are you playing against? Kneel in two matches. How who, and against Copenhagen, Copenhagen and Galatasaray. Galatasaray? Come on. Galatasaray before they beat United and don't won in England before. It's not over. You still have Bayern Munich. Wow. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> talking continental football, when a discussion before you came in, Bolu, and uh, Shegan also uh, came in just, I think, in the middle of it, when we just beginning, we're talking about. Rivers United and um, how they, well, maybe missed their way in Ghana, uh, losing by two goals to one to Dreams FC. Dreams FC in the Ghanaian League have played 11 matches so far and have won only four of those games. You know, So in comparison to Rivers United, and when you talk about pedigree as well, um, there is no comparison. So it's, it's mind-boggling, to be honest, to, to find that, Rivers United couldn't get this result, knowing that they had gotten a result in an earlier game in the CAF Confederations Cup. So, big question. Why do we flounder when we play away from home? I think uh, you said something last week. Uh, one of you guys said something last week that uh, uh, the Academia Lobito, uh, mm. the weakest team in the group. Yeah. So, winning was not a big deal. A point against, at least a point against Dreams would have put them in a good place. I'm more worried for them in their next games now. Uh, Doubleheader against a uh, club African. Mm. They must win at home. Even if you lose well away, you must win at home. Because that's probably the only way to go. If I win your home games and try to pick... The truth is, maybe it's the same mentality we have in the league. Home win, yeah, always the best result. But when you go away from home, whatever happens, happens. We can be... I was excited last weekend. Yeah, we got, I think, two away wins. But we need to replicate this on the continent. I say it all the time. When this achievement is always... We've qualified for continental football. I said, no. You qualify for playoffs or qualifiers. Then when you play first round, there's still another round. 
they are always excited about the money they'll make. But I saw a story about how much uh, Alalia made playing the club, uh, the World Club Cup. They made, I think, about twenty something million dollars. They've never won that tournament before. Mm. Just win the CAF Champions League and qualify for that event. Mm. So the question is, what is always our target? Is it just make the top three and win the FA Cup and make, qualify for the playoffs? There has to be much more than that. That's why I say, as much as I want MPFL players in the Super Eagles, I know, sometimes it's difficult to defend them when you see performances on the continent and how they even play amongst themselves in the league. I think we need to do much more than we're doing. Don't let Shagun hear you. No, I, I, you know, as I said, for me, and, you know, with all due respect to what Bolo has said, I think I, I think it's rather simplistic to be taking brick bats at the players in the local league because the question is, are players that are brought that much better? We're doing better, yep. We don't uh, exactly. I mean, you know, um, I, I was with Charles when you, when you asked uh, uh, Emmanuel Khan, maybe you misspoke or you didn't pick the right way. You said there's a likelihood of a not qualified and it, it, it's not there. And I like the fact that I said, don't press the, press the panic button. We could say there's a probability or a possibility of a not because he would have looked at that group and thought we are rock solid, definitely going to qualify. Come what may let the heavens fall. I predicted 20, 25 points. Oh, thank you very much. Out of which we just right now, we just have two. So we need to, we need to look for another 18 and it won't be easy. Now, if we go about it, the, the attitude with which we went about the first two, we'll, be, we'll get exactly... the two best teams in the next round. In the next round, exactly. So, we have to be very, very careful. Now, from what I've seen from our foreign-based players, they don't... Um, yeah, we can, we can, as I said, we can look down on our local players. Uh, I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying general, in the general terms, oh, they can't control the ball. They don't know how to run through trading cones and all that. But how about the boys that were bringing? Are they any better? How are they prosecuting it? If I, we had a set of 18 players that were come from the, the, the abroad, like conquering, India, conquering warriors and clear everything in Nepal, fine. Do you understand? But if they are literally little better, at times worse. I was listening to the Giamonte Obon um, Sports Express this morning and he spoke about um, one uh, uh, Remus Stars player his name skips my mind now. That has ten assists this season. Basically, according to quote and unquote, I've not seen him play because I've not seen Remo play. I've, seen, I've watched him play on, uh, on you know streaming, but not seen them play live. Apparently, the guy is one of the best crossers of the ball in the NPFL. And according to quoting him, he says, "Yeah, home and abroad." You understand? Because we are this, we are, our delivery, our chance creation for the Super is very very poor. You understand? So we need what we need. It's it's not a time for out yeah, here. But this player's gone. I, you know, and Rivers United is a point that we're looking at here. These players that we eulogize in the MPFL, they go on the continent, and they're not able to produce the so-called magic but that we believe that they are producing United, here at home. I've always had that program. Bolo alluded to. They've all, Rivers United, in particular, have always had that problem. And for me, their best place is to be academica, to collect six points from academica and mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Then hopefully, then they'll play. Then if they collect six points from academica, collect you know, another another six, three from Dreams, three from Club Af- Club Af- Af- of Tunisia B, and that's twelve. I hope we can qualify with twelve points. Should, yeah. uh, twelve points. That's what I'm looking at. But what it means to me. What it means to me is that it's easy 
for teams like Rivers United, um, Aimba, maybe even a Remo Stars, yeah, to get the results that they need in the MPFL because it's easy to play in the MPFL and then get on the continent and cannot get the job done. You've well, sat here now and, and, and you've blamed the coach of Manchester United for the failings of the club. Yes. For being part of the problem. Why can't we say the same for Rivers United? Stanley Guma has been coach at Rivers United for God knows how long. Uh, I, don't, I don't know Buko. For God I, knows I, I, how I don't, long. I don't know. I don't know. Now you know like Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> you make you write petition letters. <laughs> because the team has failed on a consistent basis on, on the continent. Uh, Why <laughs> is it that we're not able to make the necessary change? Are we saying that this man is the only one who can tinker this club side? Sometimes it's a, a target thing. And it feels like maybe their target is just qualifying. Because I believe if your target is... But isn't that a small mentality? Exactly. Maybe it is win or something. Look, at, I you always use Real Madrid as yardstick sometimes. We've seen Real Madrid coaches win Champions League and they felt we won La Liga as well. You didn't win, you're gone. We've seen Real Madrid sack a coach for winning La Liga and not doing well in... Ch- We've seen Real Madrid sack a coach for saying Barcelona were better. So sometimes it's your target. If the target is just qualify to the continent at all costs. You know, sometimes the more money comes in when you qualify. Not more money in terms of competition. But from the government, you have just qualified. Oh, if it's that one, we've achieved our success. But if the target is maybe hit semi-final, you know you have to do much more. And sometimes comfort, there's no challenge. Like, okay, well, if, uh, anything that happens, I still have my job. I think it was last week guys we were talking about uh, if we are told Eguavoin that if you don't qualify for the World Cup, there's no job for you as technical director. So that being a different mindset. But that feeling of, just do anything, your job is secured. Sometimes we need to put the fire on their butt that tell them guys you need to do this thing there has to be more because qualifying is not even that qualifying is not the tournament itself we sent four teams to the continent how many are in the competition itself just one reverse united and it's the same reverse united we are not sure about so i think they need to do much more i i, I can't remember when one coach said i want to go to nis for refreshing and you should be lecturing at nis we need to do much more. Our coaches need to grow as well. Not all, at least I think there are some of them have improved in their post match pressers. The ones I saw through last week, at least in the world, nothing. I just want to thank God. But then, nah, we need to improve in tactics. We need to improve in training. Not all those every time. If you have to ask to train, you use one hour to jog. No. I remember when I went to private university games in school, a coach from US came around. We are just 45 minute session. We felt the training more than every hour or two hours we do with our coach. Because he said his only job is tactical coach. Mm. Do we have things like that here? It's always the coach is the fitness trainer, the coach is the tactical man, the coach is now. Sometimes we need to do much more if it means going to learn about tactics. Was it recently they said uh, maybe Ancelotti needed to improve one thing to go and read about? These guys do courses pattern mm. not just sit down and say okay it's time to warm or go 10 laps no mm. until our coaches improve everyone have their part to play most of the time we blame uh referees we blame officials what of the players and coaches themselves well my only stats um if uh Augustan is listening <laughs> i have no part in this clip <laughs> but let's review you from this talk that you had for this city cure that you had for years because Charles mentioned <laughs> we, we said the same thing about it uh, we are saying the same thing about um, the coach of super egos Becero. and i think we, are, we can say the same that Sarah's case is we don't we don't know how we got the job in the first place <laughs> but it's very simple and i love what the sports minister said let's wait we all we have patience in january uh-huh. no all right we're missing out on a break we'll come back after this mm-hmm. 
All right, you're still listening to Sports Zone live on Lagos Talks 91.3. Uh, before we take your messages and um, calls that are coming through, uh, just to mention here that uh, Martina Navratilova has uh, recently revealed that she lost lots of millions in endorsements after coming out as um, being gay. No, what you expect? I mean, um, whatever happened to human rights? It's not about human rights. It's just, it's just about um, people's sensibilities. I mean, first is first. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's all right if you want to live in the Western world and everything, but we have our own culture here, and in our own culture, being gay is not on. You know, it's you know, and even even in the abroad, so to speak, some people are really against it. So you can't, you know, if people don't see it that way, you know, if they see the traditional family. Has been a man, a woman, having children. Then you know, so Adam and Eve as versus uh, Adam and Steve. You get my point. So hey, it happens. I mean, you know, I don't think you know, crying over spilt milk. What do you think? Me, like I tell people, it's it's on you. But it's still, even those endorsements she lost, those guys may also get into trouble themselves because um, sometimes it's hard to even speak against them. If you speak again, that's why we check the Premier League. Some of the captains are called don't like anything gay and they like, but you have to wear the rainbow band. It's just to show. So, so I'm surprised there's actually a white person losing a dustpans because you are being gay. It's rare. The one I agree 100% with are those uh, uh, transgender women that want to play in the women's sports. That they, I like that one. You like it? Yeah, I like that they ban them. Okay. Yeah, a man wow. that switched to woman, you want to play women's sports. I think I'm liking that one. I really don't think that you know, corporate bodies should be concerned about how a person rolls your sexuality, um, yeah. your sexuality. you know yeah, I, I think it should products. be i think it should be more about you know what the what, what the, the athlete has accomplished product, like if i was if i had a product that promoted good manners for instance what, what kind of product would that be uh, you know if i if i had a product that you know <laughs> no, promoted good balance. You see, I, w- I would, I wouldn't, I would appoint Scout there as a spokesman because Scout is very rude. Goodness <laughs> <laughs> me. Okay. Um, good morning, guys of the Sports Zone. Fulham, although they lost, and more importantly, uh, Spurs surprised me at the weekend. What a performance! As for Manchester United, I have decided not to bother about them anymore. And I'm getting really troubled about ETH's inability to get this mentally weak team to play football. Yeah. Uh, Genero from Worry Delta State. Well said. Uh, good morning, Sports Zone. Uh, please don't tell me Daniel Amokachi is being considered as coach of the Super Eagles. If true, it means we don't want a senior national team anymore. Daniel Amokachi, Otio, Cosmos <laughs> from Fadei. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Amokachi, when he was head honcho at the Super Eagles, wasn't a failure. He didn't do too badly, yeah. He won the and Wafu Cup. Yeah, and I watched him play in um, South Africa. Uh, played goal And he won the Nations Cup as an assistant to, to, yeah, to Stephen Keshi. Keshi, yeah. Keshi. So, I don't understand why your dislike for Daniel. I think mm. even his Wafu, um, his Chan team got to the final of the Chan. And lost to the host there, maybe Algeria or something. Was that was that Daniel? Was I know Keshi's own was semi final. Was that uh Keshi was that not Ulisse? No, Ulisse didn't qualify. Salisu Yusuf. Salisu Yusuf, yes. Uh, we got beaten by Morocco for now. Yeah. Yeah. 
But at this, at this rate, I don't think any Nigerian coach would do well poorer than what we are seeing. But then, as I said, for me, I just zero. And they, and they were any way less. I mean, this guy still earning how much? Now it's 50. 50. It was 70, now it's 50. $50,000 a month. That's wow. a lot of money. That's a lot of money. In current exchange rate, we are talking about maybe around 45 million a month. Jesus, that's good money if you can get it. Just pay local coach uh, 10 million. Mm. All right, one more message before we take another short commercial break. Uh, good morning, guys. I think one team that will have an awesome squad depth when the team is fully fit is Chelsea. Uh, there's so many big names out already. Nkuku, Lavia, Fofana, all nearing for fitness. Uh, should Nkuku be played as a number nine? And what does, and what does his return mean for Chelsea's chances at top four? Adi from Sule. Mm, Chelsea, I don't know. As I said, they really, Chelsea surprised me back-to-back uh, matches. They got walloped at Newcastle and then put in a decent shift against Brighton. So they're playing United on uh, on, on Wednesday. I think that, that match could go anywhere. But right now, if I was going to predict, I'd predict an away win for Chelsea because with Ten Hag being going through in a fugue state right now, as I said, I, yes, I love what Tommy said there about United players being mentally weak. But when you now have a coach who has shown to become tactically inept, you start to wonder and started to get himself involved with petty grievances with his players. Start to wonder what, that, what the hell is going on in that dressing room. I think Chelsea are just grasping at straws. Um, this excuse about players being injured. Chelsea is not the only team that's affected. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the likes of Newcastle, Newcastle you look at what yeah. um, no, Newcastle, Tottenham... Newcastle and Spurs were excellent. Newcastle, back-to-back games, could not make against Chelsea the week before and against PSG, the highly contentious, the cauldron of the yeah. Pacto to France, did not make substitutions. Back to play, and they came back to play United and United were just there. Oh my God, no. And for Chelsea, I think, uh, you know, sometimes they tell you in football, your opponent determines sometimes how you react and play. And that's what we've seen with Chelsea against uh, Spurs. 1-4-1, you can see a red card, but they didn't start with 9-2. They started with 11-11. Uh, mm. uh, went against uh, Chelsea and considered 4 as well. Uh, scored 4 against Man City. Unfortunately, the red card maybe affected them against uh, Newcastle. So when they play the big boys, they find ways to turn up. Against Brighton yesterday, immediately Chelsea got the red card. You'll be like, man, they are done. But they still ended up winning that game. So There's just nothing inspiring about the way Chelsea plays. There's nothing interesting about the way Chelsea plays their football. You know, so whether Nkunku comes back or, or Lavia or the, whoever it is that the they're touting, tactics. it's still the same manager I, I, who just I, 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 plays, I think, you know, boring, unattractive, no uninteresting football. Just, nothing's going to change. But I, I think that's really harsh. It's, it's not. Chelsea is a club. I'd rather known. be a Chelsea fan right now than a United fan, really. I mean, if I if I was going to if I was going to choose right now, I mean, look at, just look, at from Mars. look at look at the, Chelsea has more quality as we speak. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, hang on. Chelsea has more quality as we speak as compared to Burnley. Burnley have lost games, yes, understandably. But you enjoy, but you enjoy the way that Burnley play their football. I don't enjoy watching Chelsea play. And come on, watch Man, Man United play. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's 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 take that short break. We'll be back after this. Right, welcome back. Um, messages coming through, and one of them highlights a very controversial uh, situation in which we found. Um, in the Spurs uh, City game, City Spurs. Uh, si- well, yeah, yeah, okay. If you want to call it yes. that, City Spurs. <laughs> Hi guys, good morning. Please, what's your take on the controversial decision, uh, refereeing decision? Oh, well, 
made by Simon Hooper on last night's uh, City Spurs game when Grealish was clear on goal? Um, I, I think he was very poor officiating. I don't understand the, why the, the reason why the ref did it. I mean, he had first signal for play to go on. Mm. And maybe Grealish would have gone up to score. But what I found even more controversial was the bad, bad very bad behavior of the City players. No, they had every right. No, no. They no, had no, every no, right. No, no, they no, had I every disagree. right. I disagree. How do you... How, okay, I disagree. How, do you, how does a referee make that kind of decision? Well, you made a mistake. So so you this, beat, this is not a... This no, is not you a... Want, you want to beat him up? Yes. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. Yes. No, hell, hell no. No. I was standing I was standing right in front of my television. I didn't stand... I, I wish I could go into the... And slap the ref? Yes. No. How do you make you a decision? How do you wave play on... And then you stop the game. Okay. Who does that? Especially in the, the game. days of the year. Who does that? Let's 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 Liverpool, Liverpool had a totally... No, but Shagun, how do you call that a mistake? No, no. Ex- explain how that can be a mistake. It, I don't know. It was an aberration. It was... It was an, I don't know what happened. I'm not in the referee's brain. That was a brain freeze. It was a blue pie. It was a brain freeze. It was a brain fart. And what did the City players yeah. do anyway? What did they do? They surrounded the ref. No, they did not. They did, yes, they did. No, they did not. They did not. more of Haaland. It was Haaland who was saying whatever he was saying. Look, go online. You see pictures of the City players surrounding the ref. It was very bad. And then they continued haranguing the ref. Uh, after the game, yeah, I well, deservedly so. Very unsportsmanlike behavior. Deservedly so. But, but I think we'll see it every time it like that. If it happens, I remember Ateta's own after the game saying all sorts of things. If, uh, yeah, if a decision it. go against you like that and you think this is wrong, most of the time, yeah, I understand your point of you just have to be a sportsman, but sometimes to deal with at that moment you won't think about it. Just stuff, go stuff all It was a very, very poor, poor decision from the ref. As um, Charles Wright said, his brain, it was a brain freeze at that moment in time. I don't understand. In fact, the decision was inexplicable. Could have, could, probably should have changed the course of the game. But yeah. hey, it didn't happen. And that ha- it happens in sports. At times, some decisions go for you. At times, some decisions go go for you. It's it's, it's sports. Yeah, but you know, you know why, why, why? Because this is not a case of where where a referee gives a penalty and VAR says, please go yeah. and check it again. And then you change your mind. That's, that's, that's different. You wave play on and yeah, then you moving. blow. I, do you know, I, I just... I, no, but what, where, did, what kind of ruling? Yeah, what, did, what was Ateta's issue? That's not too... What, what no, it? I think it was a Newcastle game that there was a push on Gary Megalish okay. and the yeah, and That's a goal that shouldn't have stood. So, and he, he moaned and winked and whined about it. He should have kept his mouth shut. I, I listen to it goes what goes around comes around. I listened to Ian Wright uh, one time like that post match, and he was like, Sometimes uh, after the game, um, someone like Haaland will be asked, What do you think about that decision? He said, No, don't like the players. Sometimes we should be able to ask these referees, What was in your mind when you made I that agree. type of a call? Because they need to explain to the people. You know, they need to explain. PGM, a PGMO coming out and apology, yeah. giving some kind of apology. Just some, sometimes it's not enough. Let the referee himself explain what was going on in your head. And then, as I said, referees make mistakes. Let's have to deal with it. Sometimes it goes for you. Sometimes it goes. For you. But for me, that just excuse bad behavior and surrounding the referee and justing him and doing all sorts. I'm sure there will be letters afterwards. Uh, there will probably be fines and no, I, I'm sure there will be. But I, I think if there can be sanctions for officials, so the same way we do to players, because sometimes the referees can Aston Villa stayed in the Premier League because of a poor decision. So we, we see these things over time. So if there are sanctions, maybe you make not all those relegation to Premier uh, Champions. People think that thing is like, it is not sanctioned. 
Premier League referees occasionally go to championships to officiate. So sanctions that we will know, maybe you suspend them for a round. Yeah. Not all those say, okay, they'll Bolo. go to championship. Bolo, in as much as we have any any form of human activity, notice the word, the, the word human. Human, yeah. You understand? They're, 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 even VR, the much wanted VR. <laughs> Especially in people, the Premier League. Do, do, do the people running the VR, are they not human? Mm-hmm. Unless we use artificial intelligence, which I do believe that it's FIFA used to the World Cup. And no, then we I, I love Japan, Germany goal. You understand? Yeah. And so it will always is sports. So at the end of the day, people need to be able to deal with it. And I feel um City, what's the big deal? Okay, fine. He was in on had he scored. So what is it? We well, only assume he would have scored. He would have, not assuming. No, 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 he would no, how have. do we know? He would have. He would have. Was clear, it was clear on goal. You can't tell me that if this had happened to United, you would not be here ranting and waving. It, 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 Come it on. happens. But you know, Grealish, Grealish, Grealish will even tell you was, uh, he already saw where he was slaking the ball. I was definitely going to go. Clear sight on goal. You know. Anyway, Sanchez from Ibada says, it's official. Femi is a villain of Sportzone. Can you imagine Uncle Shego and Charles agreeing to issues? What did we agree on? I can't remember, but <laughs> Femi is, but I agree that Femi is a villain of this sponsor because he's always winding Charles up and and Charles is always getting him to do you know bad things. Aisha Tilala, uh, good morning, sponsor and family. Uncle Shagra and Mr. Charles, you guys are really trying for the predictions. I suck at predictions. Uh, good win for Real Madrid. Will Girona pull in Leicester City? In no, 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 no. Do you know what I'm doing? Very um, well at the you know, you learn something every day. Um, I didn't know Girona was um, a Catalan side. Oh yeah, yes, the Catalan. and they're owned by the city owners. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the um, what you call it? They are they're coming up Barcelona Girona next weekend. That should be mm-hmm. very interesting. That should be and very. Funny thing, these guys finished tenth last season. It's amazing. Small team, they just you know they, they play on the front foot. Mm-hmm. There's there's everything to be gained by playing that. Can I they, thought they would drop they, last. Can week. they do a Leicester? It's not possible. Not in uh, Liga. Well. Not no. to Real Madrid there, though. Yeah. <laughs> Atletico. And now they've lost to Real Madrid. No, 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 no. It's not possible. So let's see their result against Barcelona. So yeah, let's see what starts, Barcelona. I think making the Champions League will be a huge success for them. Yeah. Not winning. Mm. Champions League will be good enough for them. Mm. Um, says, Good morning, everyone. I'm here to address the Trent debates. Liverpool fullback is undisputedly the best in his role in... <laughs> No, I, I mean, please don't um, He says it is not contentious. His defensive weaknesses are exaggerated. Players like Marcelo, Cancelo, and Dani Alves in their prime weren't exactly juggernauts in the defensive side of things. If anything, their attacking prowess compensates more than enough for their flaws. Rob- did he mention Roberto Carlos there as well? No, he didn't mention Roberto uh-huh. Carlos. I had this debate with some guys yesterday too. Is, Those guys does, does he realize defensively? Trent is terrible defensively. Trent is terrible. But I, I tell you what, but but he's terrible. But Trent, but Trent, would you play Trent or or the City player? Or what's Walker. his name again? Walker. In what is position? Okay, would you play Trent or, or Wimbisaka? I said Walker. And no, I said Wimbisaka. W. The thing is, the little football I played, I played as a fullback. If you are 100% defensive and useless in the attack, few teams will use you. If you are very good on the front foot and bad defensively, few teams. You remember until Gomez had injury and he became poor? Every time Liverpool were playing big teams, Gomez played as the right back. It means even Klopp himself knows that this guy defensively, his lapses are obvious. Remember City... uh, City Liverpool last week. I really like that. I I think his defensive frailties 
are of uh, exaggerated. No, they're not. They're not. I think they're not. Not positioning are poor in the defense. Did you did you watch did you watch the Liverpool City game? Every time Doku faced him, Doku was always walking past. Every time. Yeah, but but and he's not the only one. Yeah, but Doku generally beats anybody comes up against. Yeah, you know. But not Rhys James. Rhys James showed I'm the superstar. Because his position minus is maybe you may not be good tackling one on one, but even his positioning. Yeah, but how do you explain? Okay, fine. His position is this. I would have pushed him forward. But how? Do, but his strength. How do you explain his his free kick? Look at that free no, kick. The boy's accuracy is almost it, perfect. He's unerring. He's he's assists. His passes. Almost that yep. guy brings. He brings if you see him in England now, he plays in the midfield. Either uh, right wing back or in the uh, right yeah, midfield. Almost, you can't have a player like that, child, not using him. He has something. You understand? When you have players like Dalo, that offer nothing. <laughs> going forward, going backwards, nothing. But if I will pick a right back like this, that's why even in England, we see it is behind the pecking order, behind Walker, Walker behind yeah. Trippier, behind Rhys James. Trippier is a fantastic player. Though. Yep. Did you see that free kick against United? At a point, they, England, uh, I think it was the 2018 World Cup, they said Trippier could, uh, was the best set piece taker since Beckham for England. Really? And those and guys can, could. And he can play on the left or right? Yep, yeah, he plays both left and right. He started playing the left side from Atletico Madrid. Good morning. Good Hello, morning. good morning. Good morning, Charles. Good morning, Bolu and Good morning. Tony, from uh, Tony how are you? Tony, right, Tony, where, where's his soccer where now? We never I see him now. Oh God, oh God. Yeah. Maybe they did together. Well, 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 I thought Femi was not in the studio. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't blame Femi, but see that. So the way is he so careful? Be cool. Oh, <laughs> All right. What's up, Viper? Yeah. Trent Alexander Arnold is a defender, right? Mm-hmm. You are well, we think, we think he is. is. Well, I mean, what I'm trying to say is that. The position you play is where you are judged by first. Yeah. I would judge Haaland by his ability to score goals as against his ability to support the defense. True that. Do you understand? So while Trent is a fantastic kicker of the ball, he knows how to hit the ball very well. His primary responsibility is not doing very well. So he's only compensating for it with his attacking ability. And the person who compared him with um, Danny Alves, Alves was a great defender. Uh-uh. Alves was a full like a full package. Mm-hmm. So defensively he was solid. Mm. Going forward he was also solid. True that. So I think that maybe that is why Klopp has moved him to the middle or moved him forward a bit. You know. But if you look at it, you just have that feeling that every time Trent goes forward, there's a gap at the back that he just doesn't know how to Tony, another an, another good example. Iman um Celestine Babayaru. Yes. Yeah. Celestine was a wonderful fullback and also brilliant going forward as well. He was fast, he was pacey, he could bust forward, then run back, defend. I mean, this guy at Newcastle, the English guy, great going forward, you know. So, I mean, even this young lad they got from Southampton, now that Dambers is injured. Oh, Libramento. Libramento, brilliant, brilliant. Yes, you know. Really? So have a good day, guys. All right, Tony. All right, yeah. thank you for calling, Mike. Okay. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Charles. Ah, Chief. How now? I do. How are you outside? Good morning, Chief. Morning, Chief. How now? How about the helmet up? Good morning to the other guests. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, His name is Bolu. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I've just called you. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Uncle <laughs> um, Shago. Yes. I can I can understand your pain. Uh, well, for want of a better word, maybe disappointment about uh, um, what man you dishing out. No. Now. But I don't think there's there's cause for you to be worried. This is the first stanza, and about uh, uh, we're about uh, going to uh, to the end of that first stanza. There's a whole lot about the second stanza that often will determine the position or where any of these things will end. Um, mind you, on the eighth position on the log, I think there's nothing to worry about as far as I'm concerned. The second stanza, a lot of things will happen, and that will be the, the final uh, uh, decision point. Um, and Charles, I agree with you totally this morning that some of us are discouraged not wanting to watch uh, any of the Chelsea games again. Uh, because two things are at stake here. One, they are not giving us the desired results in most times. Um, two, they are not even entertaining us. But sometimes uh, I could forgive them if they don't entertain me but get me the results. Mm. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the season, what would count definitely wouldn't be how much or how many times they were able to satisfy Darlington, achieve Darlington in terms of the tiki-taka play. Mm. But what would count is where they would end on the law. What do you think? Where do you think that will be? <laughs> where Chelsea will end? Mm. Not better than the 10th position they are, they are maintaining now. Um, that they won last night, they got to the 10th position. The next game will take them again to the 13th or 14th position. <laughs> but mind you, have been able to consistently avoid that position. If you, whether mind you performs well or not, they have ensured that they don't get to struggle with Chelsea or push Chelsea out of that position of te- between 13th and 10th position. So as far as I'm concerned, I want a Chelsea, if they like, let them kick and play what we used to call the police kind of game. Kick and follow and score. Get the desired three results. And then take me to at least play the Continental Championship for next season. And then I'll be satisfied. Anything short of that, Charles? I don't, I, I, I don't even think that's a reality. I don't think... Thank you, Chief. Um, I don't think Chelsea can play Continental football. You know what, Charles? i tell you what. I, I, I you know... When Arteta opened his mouth and said uh, the Premier League is embarrassing, you know, and everything, and he should have really shut it. Because the Premier League, especially this one, has shown us the most unpredictable league in the world. Now, look at Wednesday's game. Who can now predict who will win on Wednesday? Battling of two misfiring sides. <laughs> Do you understand? Man, Man United. Who can now go? In fact, these people will get liver pass that punters will they go yeah. put money on this game. Me to put money down on United to win a game, I can't. Because you don't know. But on paper, United have the better squad. Uh, in fact, Jonathan, that is why I say tonight. On paper, United had a better team than than Newcastle. On paper, but you had a manager that just stood there like a statue. You know, but Shaggy, if you look at how Newcastle have played this season, that's yeah. why I was very confident yes. of a Newcastle win. Uh, if yes, you look I, at how they played yes, this the season, play, the way they be multi- motivated by Eddie Howe and all that. But at the end of the day, at times you go game by game. Now look at look at how. How uh, pacific, how pallid, how almost dare I say pathetic Chelsea were against um, um, Newcastle. Did they not turn it up against Brighton? You mean a man down again? Exactly. So uh, it's almost Brighton didn't turn up. Uh, yeah. So we're saying Brighton the same didn't thing turn now. up. 
you know? Let's do the same thing. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Ah, Mr. Wolafe. Ah, ah, it's been a while. Though. Where have you been? Yeah, we know they see name of callers for the phone. No? I beg. Okay. I know, I know. Mm. I know. Uh, I know. I don't know, I know. Even I called uh, Femi to give uh, Uncle Shekun and I explained to him. At that time, said, I called to tell you that uh, they don't have VR. They don't have VR. That you have been it to waste. They have VR. They have VR. They, they can't just show it alone. They do. They, 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 they do. They have VR. It's a pending insurance. Go on. Ask. Tell me that she will come out. My brother, I, I, I had an interview with uh, the First Lady. Of oh, those states, they, yeah. When they open the stadium, they put the VAR. They don't use the VAR. I'm not saying they use it. They don't they use, it. use it. They don't use it for the NPFL, but it's there in the stadium. The equipment is there. Hey, but why, when you have something, you can't use it. What they don't have approval to use it now. They don't have approval, but it's there. They're, they're robots on that uh, that match. When we play against them, uh, you two, when you are rubbing sides, equal and call you two, Mr. Olafe, you two, when you are rubbing sides, uh, but you two rob people equal now. Did you know rob um uh sporting Lagos? Sporting Lagos equal. You robbed them. I still have the video. I'm so disappointed. The moment we. Spoke about when I spoke. Okay. Amen. <laughs> you know when I spoke about Nicholas Jackson, you know when he was signed for for Chelsea, a lot of people said. This guy, was, how many Premier League goals does he have? Five. 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 Uh-huh. five. has scored one. Five. Three. Three. Three of those goals came <laughs> against Tottenham Hotspur uh-huh. when Tottenham were playing high line Doesn't in the game. Matter. They shouldn't have been playing. You know, if there's any, if, if, the, the man ranks as the worst striker in the Premier League. How about the worst striker in the Premier League? He has more goals than all United forwards combined in the Premier League. Like I said, he scored three Rashford's against a Tottenham. This season. Okay, okay, we're talking about... What do you think about Rashford's behavior when he was substituted? I think he started in the Champions League. So since the Champions League, there's been talks and... His behavior when he was substituted against Newcastle. Some people will tell you it's hunger. Some will tell you that feeling of, I don't want to go out, I want to give more. <laughs> or some will tell you it's... It's more like you know that feeling of uh, I should play every game. Entitlement. Yeah, entitlement. That's the right word that I should play every game. But one thing I say, if a player is angry, they are taking you out. So what about the guy on the bench? I think he's disgraceful. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Cardinal from Yaba says, I just love the way our MPFL games are going and we're beginning to enjoy good football. Kudos to the young Canopillas lad that scored five goals against Gombe. I watched that guy against Sporting Lagos during Lagos and I believe he is part of Nigerian football future. Mm, yeah, he talks about Rivers United and Manchester United. You always, everybody's lambasted the MPF. Was there any way, a way victory? Any way we win the Premier League this season? Uh, this this, this weekend? weekend? 
So it's only one weekend you want to use him in judging. It's only one weekend you want to use Was there any away win last weekend? That's not the issue. Oh, good. But this young lad who's called five goals is reputed to be 16 years old. Why the use of the word reputed? He's 16. He's reputed to be 16. No, why do you? Why? Why? He's reputed 16 years old. At best, you, at worst, you say. His age he, says. Well, no, he's 16. <laughs> <laughs> you repeat. Well, there's not. He's reported. No, not reputed. Reported. But reputed. There's some leeway there. He's reported with 16. And I don't. Please don't say it's allegedly 16 years old. <laughs> 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 Good morning. Good, good, good morning, Uncle Sheldon. Morning, Mr. Motosho. Uh, uh, both you are good to have, sir. Good morning. Uh, time we have, time we have a bad food. Oh, yes, sir. It's coming to land. He didn't call when uh, Fahina turned on Sporting Lagos. So he's not calling now. We have to use VR in Zenelty. Uh, that will not happen, Uncle Sheldon. But when my take this morning, eh? Among the ex-international, I love the first of uh, this man from Ajegule that says Amokasi uh, and there's no right to lead our national team. Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan Akobole, mm. I really love the guy. All, all our ex-international for now cannot manage the player we have now. They always have one problem or the other with them. So if he wants to move forward, let's just look for a very sound coach. After the mission for they will move forward. And as for Rivers United, it's a chance. Tell something about the coach, which uh, Uncle Shevun have an answer to that. What he wants to do for one day, one day. I'm calling for my daddy, Jai. Don't mind me, don't mind me. That's why I'm expecting you there. I cannot respect you. How old is he today? He's 10 today. Wow. Ah, big boy. Big boy. Thank you. All right. May God bless him. Uh, he'll be a child of excellent signs and wonders. I hope he's nothing like the dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, we always feel that children should be better than us. Uh, this one has to be better. <laughs> it has to be. Fatai from my papa says, good morning everyone in the studio. Now England FA want to change Haaland with on-field misconduct? Yes, it is out. Yeah, it is out. Oh, want to charge? Yeah, charge. Okay, charge. Yeah, charge, yeah. Um, in England, if a decision goes for you, accept it. If it goes against you, take it. Imagine if that incident happened in a penalty box and the referee waved it off. We will still call for his head. It's a game. Exactly. Can't if it me. happened in a penalty box and a referee waved it off, VAR yeah, would intervene. No, but VAR would intervene. Yeah, but when VAR gets it wrong too, what do you do? When does VAR get it wrong? When they're against, um, what, what, what's on that, the Liverpool game? Uh, when there was a particular game this season in the Premier League that the VAR, it should have been a goal and they were busy farting around. They didn't, they didn't know whether to call it back or, or whatever. United, I think it was a United game. You say United game? Yeah, I think it was a my United game. And they had to apologize later on that um, they should have stopped. But because he didn't see anything, the referee allowed the game to play on. They were yeah, like, exactly. no, should have should call back. Yeah, that should call back. Whatever. So, and, and, and anybody gets, you know, when it's your team, you get so worked up. I, I think you should, what goes around comes around. That's that's my, my motto or my mantra in these things. Mm. All right. Um, can we quickly squeeze in the voice notes? Good morning, Lagos Talks. My name is Sam Obami from Ikurudu. Um, 
morning Charles, morning Oshegun, morning Olu. It was a great weekend of football, very interesting, lots of goals scored, intriguing games. Oshegun, I hear what you say about Man United. Um, ETH is, is really out of sorts right now. I, I particularly f- uh, find it funny when he said, oh, they scored a, a goal, but it was disallowed for an own goal, then it could have been a draw. So he was saying, if the goal was not disallowed, it could have been. When you didn't score, when you score an offside goal, was it? Is it that you want it to be allowed? The the man, even listening to him in interviews, is out of sort. I really pity for a lot of my United fans right now, because we've been there with Arsenal in our very low days from the last years of Arsenal Wenger. But Teta at least is giving us joy. Yes, last season he didn't win the league, but this season. But he still has another chance to try and win it. So we'll see how the season unfolds. Thank you very much. Uh, well, Arteta didn't win the league last season. United didn't win the league last season. United have a chance to win it this season. Mm. But, but Everybody I, has a chance. I like I like uh, Ayobami's uh, uh, voice. So thank you very much. Um, I, I've given up on listening to Ten Hag's uh, his <laughs> press conference. Because he's always was talking jazz. I think started telling lies. And in that game, United only played for like the last eight minutes when they tried to press, you know. And and what really irks me, and what I'm calling for is exit, is for 45 minutes you sat there watching Newcastle stimulate your side. And by the sheer grace of God. And what were the op- there were no options? There were no options. There were options. Please there were tell no me. Options. No, no, I don't We've talked about this. No, there were options on the bench. The options were remove Rashford, who was Rashford and Wabi Saka were well, like we were playing nine against eleven. Well, remove McTominay was crap, doing nothing. Uh, what's this guy's name? Joe Linty had him in his pocket throughout the game, just mm-hmm. pushed him around, treating him like a little boy. Rashford did nothing. Marshall, Marshall was even reported to have been at people at the game. Said Marshall was uh, uh, was trying to correct him, and this guy was replying him, Marshall. So young them at half time, bring on three fresh people. Answer that you reasonably decent game in Turkey over during the midweek remove him bring on Hoyland for Marshall uh, for yeah for Marshall Marshall and bring on yeah, Amrabat for for uh, who was nonsense and but Hoyland hasn't been doing it in the Premier at League least, yes, he hasn't done it Marshall has more goals in the Premier League Marshall has got more goals than Hoyland Marshall has got one goal is it not more than Hoyland I do the one crazy start Marshall has not completed a play 90 minutes for United three years shows all right, um, Andrew from Lecky says, Mr. Charles, you keep emphasizing the poor technical abilities of our league players compared to the foreign base, but you hardly talk about the poor tactical abilities and structures of the Nigerian coaches in charge of our leagues, not to mention the absence of international standards in the facilities available at their disposal. The players can only interpret the technical inputs of their coaches and develop their game with the level of facilities they have access to. The same players leave the league for North or South Africa, get access to advanced facilities and coaching, and start performing better. Shouldn't you see this, see that as a chain effect? I think we mentioned that as well. Andrew, we've talked about this. I've mentioned this. I've talked about coaching. You know, um, I, I, all these things that you've talked about, we, we've discussed on this show several times. Several times. How so, many of our coaches have CAF A license? First of all. And every time CAF have threatened that, oh, uh, every top leagues in Africa, you must have CAF A license every time, every year. And we hear grumblings, we hear complaints, but mo- many of our coaches don't. I think that we have to have UFRB license. Finity George has a UFRA. 
um um ima amakabu yeah has, has, has the same as well um where's your mama nowadays your mama is just one of those people that's not gonna go cap in hand begging for a job no you're always a solid guy he's not gonna do that that's why i saw him i was last december really well maybe again this is under. hello good morning hello good morning guys Hey, uh, how do how are you yes yeah fine thank you in fact you, you, you put try this morning all of you what's happened history history has been made in nigeria here he you you see fabulous score five goals in the match we just, like, we just, like you we just, we just, about it. we just mentioned it now no 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 it is rather or messy well, well, yeah, yes, point. we mentioned it we didn't discuss it you're right you're right i'm, I'm so sad you're right yeah okay Hanzo. From Yusuf, Abdul, 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 and everything is quiet i didn't i didn't see the goal now mm-hmm. no my child i'll do no to no my i didn't, no I didn't see, I didn't see the goal from Shema, not even at home not not saying about that to do in gombe i went much five goals mm. so okay so he should come to, so he should so he should come to the national team you have to you have to celebrate it. You have to talk about it. It's a record mm. in Nigeria history. Mm. Mm. Nobody has scored five goals before. Mm. Mm. Nobody has scored five goals in a match before in history of Nigerian league. Okay. I'll do what's that? Well said. 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 They are not doing well now. I let them to go and beat their dreams and in Ghana. No way now. Forget that it's Ghana. Mm. We'll you're you're you now. Forget your, that I will forget. Your mouth is wide now. Okay. We'll try and we'll try and find him. Thank you. Well well said, well said, Aldo. Yeah, we we did we do need to say because we we are too disrespectful of our MPFL players. We did see we didn't see the goal. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, good morning. Who's that? The police. Hey, Baba uh, Deji. What are going Good morning. I'm not the Rasta man. No. Hmm? I'm the Kalakuta man. <laughs> oh, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I said, what are going on? You don't understand. I said, I don't understand. He said, what are going on? Not the me to come now. I'm explaining to him now. So, what is your own? Yes. Where is he there for I my brother? I was listening to Imanana Munike. You know, he's calm, he's deep when he speaks. I, I, love, I love listening to him. I don't know how we're going to do it. Because uh, this, I think we'll do better as a coach for us here. And this gentleman that is there, he's not going to take us far. Even an Amokachi service is not bad. Mm. I think it was during this time that the, the people he took to chance, people like, uh, what's, what's the guy's name? I said, not, not for Forest. It was that time we discovered him now. I will yeah. I yeah. Yes. Mm. So it was no I think we can I don't believe in this gentleman that is there. These two people are not special. I'm not catching not bad at all. He is not. Mm. And an is fantastic. Mm. So let's consider it. I don't know because he just I don't think his body is here, his prince is not here. So we should so sack we should sack the coach now or after they Afcon? Know what they should do. They should, no, no, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. No, ask me. No, ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, Kevin. Kevin, do you notice that uh, Bolu might be another Fermi? In what way? Uh, that's, uh, wearing a blue shirt. 
This is like his like his ogre. He's already That's why he sat directly opposite. I was looking at him first. Just come close. Come to where you want to be. Take your rifle position. what's your take on Posero anyway? We haven't heard your. I would have thought he should be gone since, but everyone has agreed that he has to stay till Afcon. The initial report, based on what we heard, was. He must get to at least the semi-final of the Afcon. But from what we heard, I saw a report last week that even if he gets to semi- even if he gets to final, if he doesn't win, he's gone. But at least we said uh, this guy should be gone uh, around the World Room, and we saw the performance at the World Cup. So let's see if uh, Perseo can produce the same. Even though it's not looking like it, but you never can tell. Competition may be a different. I don't like Perseo. I didn't even want him to get the job in the first place. When I saw his profile, I said, "What is this? A manager that has been sacked." One year, one year, six months into his job means he's not good enough. But we have him now, so he has to stay till the end of the Afcon. Let me I, let me ask you a question, Bolu. If you had the opportunity, if you had the chance to choose between Pacero and Pizzo Musimani, who who would you uh, take? I read some Nigerians don't want him. I say some are saying who is Pizzo. You don't uh, know anything. You don't, you don't Pizzo should be. Co- if I had it immediately, I saw that interview. As at the glass house, I'll probably drive to his house and start like, Ross, please, please. But the come. question is money. Mm. All right. Can we afford to pay Pizzo? Mm. Mm. Financial, I mean, so, so people are saying that uh, Pacero better pass Pizzo. So nobody, said that. Do. nobody said so that. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. So nobody okay. said that. So what we're okay. simply saying okay. so is that when you look at the national team, um, and I say that in inverted commas, accomplishments. All right. Yeah? Okay. Now, Pizzo must be rude. Hey, I need to be rude. It is nine thirty-one. Rude boy. Rude boy. Look, be careful. We haven't split, so I can't be rude boy. I'm still P-square. <laughs> it's time for Sportsville to leave my studio. I need to, you know, take it, t- take the bull by but the horn right now. And on that note, do you remember Sport when, Zone? Wait, do you remember this this boy when he first joined us? Sport Zone yeah. Yeah. signed yeah. out, signing yeah. out yeah. A, a million years ago. <laughs>